You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. You're locked on Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski. And I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today's episode is brought to you by Locked On Fantasy Football. Winning your league starts with the right data. Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News provides you with the winning edge you need in your fantasy football leagues. Locked On Fantasy Football is a daily podcast all year round, so your fantasy team never fails. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. I want to start today's show as we get to our preview of training camp. And and if you missed last week's shows, um, go back. We, we talked to uh, Kenny Clark's trainer. He had some some great things to say about the defensive lineman and, and what he is working on this offseason. And then, of course, we talked to the great Leroy Butler about this team, about the 96 Packers, about Mike Homer and his coaching, uh, the the idea of a player-led culture, and what Matt LaFleur is doing with this Packers team right now. I want to bring up some points that Leroy and I talked about last week as it relates to this Packers team. And we talked about this Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers relationship and the important reps that Jordan Love got in the spring. The idea of this team looking now to him in the absence of Aaron Rodgers. And we don't know what's going on with the Packers and Rodgers, where they are contractually, if if that's even a thing. We don't even know. And that's the crazy part of this. We don't even know if there needs to be something worked out between Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers with his contract. It could be as simple as he gets whatever uh, front office uh, agreement on, okay, he gets X say or Y say or whatever it is, and he's willing to come back. It could just be as simple as, no, he's just going to come back and pretend that this whole offseason didn't happen basically and they're going to go out and play and then they're probably going to trade him interesting though AJ Hawk spending a week with Aaron Rodgers with AJ's family and he comes to the conclusion that Rodgers is going to be back okay none of that is the point I keep going back to something Andrew Brandt has been saying all offseason. When Brett Favre was getting close to retirement, he would not show up. And the Packers would get an extended look at Aaron Rodgers. It is actually better for the Packers that Rodgers does not show up, at least at first, to training camp. Green Bay does not need Aaron Rodgers to go through a full training camp. 
They don't. He is going to be ready to go in this offense week one. He could show up on Saturday and play Sunday and they would be fine. Now, is that ideal? Mm, Maybe not, but he could probably do it. And if he just showed up for that last week and by the time the season opens, look, if he's going to play the season, he's going to show up before the season opens. Even if he just spends that week leading up to the game in Green Bay, that's enough. Getting those preseason reps, you'd probably play Jordan Love more than you would play a normal quarterback. Getting those practice reps in training camp every day for essentially a month. Those are invaluable. Not just to Jordan, but to the Packers in their evaluation of Jordan Love. And it's invaluable in the evaluation that the rest of the team makes of Jordan. They are going to know. They are going to know if he can play or if he can't. And the more opportunities that he gets, the more the team will know. So this isn't just about evaluation. This isn't just about the Packers saying, okay, we need to see what we have. This is just as much about the other players on the team seeing him and going, yep, he can do it. He can be our guy because the players will know. The players will know before the public knows. The players will know before the media knows. And, you know, as Jeremy Fowler reported over the weekend, Jordan Love was at a uh, a, a little mini camp kind of situation with Justin Fields, with Deshaun Watson, and a number of players from his agency. And he looked really good, according to that report. According to Fowler's report, according to Fowler's report from a quarterback coach who was there, presumably it's Quincy Avery, who has worked with Deshaun Watson, who has worked with Jordan Love, and who has been on this podcast. Uh, Jordan Love is slinging it. You want those opportunities. You want as many opportunities as possible. For that guy to show up. You want the rest of the team to see that guy. Because you want everyone to show up to the huddle whenever he needs to come in. And look, Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to be the quarterback in in 2021. He's going to be the quarterback week one. He's going to be the guy this season. Is that going to be for 17 games? I don't know. Is that going to be the case in 2022? I don't know. But a lot of the players who are going to be going into the huddle and hearing that play this season are also going to be the guys going into the huddle and hearing that play next season when it is almost certainly going to be Jordan Love in the huddle. You want 
those guys to have already seen, to already believe that Jordan Love can do it. That's why these reps are critical. It can't start next year. It can't start, you know, the, the, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers comes back. They do whatever they do in 2021. Let's say they go and, and you know, whatever, whatever happens, happens. If they win the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers is probably back. Anything short of that, probably not. And, you know, we'll see. But they, they do whatever they do. Aaron Rodgers probably no longer with the team. You can't start from scratch this spring. Not with this team. Not with the amount of talent that they already have. You want Devontae Adams to go into next offseason or to go into whenever he needs to sign his next contract, which is probably sooner than later. You want him to go into that situation going, I trust this guy with the end of my career, with the end, you know, the 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 peak post prime. You know, Devontae is in his prime right now as we speak. But if he gets a five-year deal, at the end of that deal, he's going to be in his post-prime. And maybe it's, you know, just sort of the beginning of his post-prime. He's someone who I think his skill set will age extremely well because of his skill set, because of his ability to win at the line of scrimmage, because of his ability to win um, with with craft, not just athletic ability. He's not Julio Jones. Where like if you you lose some of that Julio freakishness, and and it's going to affect your your play in in that kind of way. Not that he's not physically gifted. Obviously he is. And Julio Jones, I don't I don't want to diminish what what he does as a tactician because he is a very sound route runner. Um, but his physical tools have always been a huge part of his domination. I mean, it's why he is. You know, when he's healthy, as good as any receiver that we've seen in the last 20 years, because he mixes those two things. You want Devontae Adams to see Jordan Love in this training camp and go, yeah, I can ride with that guy. Even if Aaron Rodgers ends up being the quarterback, you want Devontae Adams to say, yeah, I can ride with this dude. These are vital reps that you want Jordan Love to be taking. And so getting that opportunity, okay, Aaron, you don't want to come for the first week of training camp, don't come. Matter of fact, if you don't want to come for training camp at all, don't come. A week before the season, show up. Uh, We'll do final cuts. You won't get any say. (laughs) Uh, We'll bring in Jape Kumaro just to cut him. And uh, you're going to show up and then the season starts. And then it's let's go one more one more run at it the last dance, and then you know it all gets figured out. Twenty twenty two, Rodgers gets traded. Uh, that is to me still the most likely scenario. Assuming all that's true, you you need Jordan Love to get these reps. You need him to show not just the coaches, not just the front office, but his teammates. That he can be the guy. And if he can do that, then that, along with the other circumstances extenuating around Aaron Rodgers, create a situation where you can say, okay, this is the guy and we're going to move forward with him. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? This is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. And it's no wonder with flavors like double chocolate, salted caramel, cookies and cream, German chocolate. I had cherry barcia the other day, and I'm not a big fruit and chocolate guy. Oh my goodness, it's so good. It is so good, and they're all high in protein, high in fiber, low in net carbs, low in sugar. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Pretty cool. And right now, when you go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. How about that? Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com. Bill Bardwell wrote this interesting piece for ESPN.com and it was um, about assumptions that we should not take for granted. And one of them was about the Packers offense and the inevitable regression that uh, some people are going to predict. And, And Green Bay's offense probably going to regress. Now, an interesting point here. If Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, uh, offense is more stable, statistically speaking, than defense. And so I I don't think we should expect a huge step back from the offense if Rodgers is the quarterback. On the other hand, they were the best offense in the league, the best offense that they've been in a long time. And just generally speaking, these things tend to progress. Barnwell wrote about the Packers' success in the red zone and their conversion of red zone trips to touchdowns and and points in general, over 80%. Generally speaking, that is a very high number. In fact, Green Bay had one of the best red zone offenses in the modern era. Now, it is the case that offenses in general are more efficient than they used to be. And so, yes, it is true that we should not expect them to be all-time great again in the red zone. But in the Matt LaFleur era, the last two seasons, they have been better than they had been previously under Mike McCarthy. And part of that is inside the five-yard line, this offense is unimpeachable in both its play calling and execution. Their ability to run the ball in the red zone has been enormous, and their design on play action to get wide open looks for guys like Big Bob Tunyon to use jet motion to create a doubt in defenders' minds, to create angles, and to give them the opportunity to get Devontae Adams wide open, to get you know, Jalen Ramsey off Devontae Adams, those kinds of things. That has been a staple of the Matt LaFleur offense. The other part of this is the talent. And we talked about this last week a little bit when we were looking at the different rankings of the best players. Aaron Jones winds up in the top 10 of the running back rankings on ESPN.com. I think we could quibble over where he's slotted. He, he's been better than some of the guys ahead of them, guys like Ezekiel Elliott, who have more name recognition. Look, Aaron Jones has been better than someone like Ezekiel Elliott. 
And Elton Jenkins winds up in, in the top 10. I think he's been better than some of the guys ahead of him. But look, Devontae Adams was the number one receiver in the league, according to the NFL decision makers that ESPN surveyed. The number one guy. And based on what we were told about the survey, it wasn't even that close. Devontae Adams was the clear number one based on this survey. So you've got the obvious number one receiver. We've talked about David Bakhtiari. He was number two in this survey. You've got a top 10 guard, a top 10 running back, big Bob Tunyon in the mix. This is such a talented offense. It's one of the reasons why if you're going to make a case for Jordan Love, this is it. But if you're going to make a case against regression, this is also it. Because you have these star players. And even if you lose Devontae Adams for a month, six weeks, we've seen this offense carry the load anyway. They did it in 2019. They did it in 2020. And even if they miss David Bakhtiari to open the season... They have the depth. Elton Jenkins could be the starting left tackle right now. They have the depth to make it work. We saw them in 2019 lean more heavily on Aaron Jones in the passing game. Well, when you have that sort of top back, you can do that. And if you lose Aaron Jones and you got to roll with A.J. Dillon, then you have someone like Devontae Adams, despite the fact that you don't have, you know, the, the virtuoso, you don't have the one-two punch that, say, the Vikings do, where you have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, or the Chiefs had Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, or Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. You don't have that. But what you do have is a, a running back and a receiver who are elite, a play caller who is elite, an offensive line that is elite, and a quarterback who, assuming he is playing for you this year, is ultra elite. There are ways to hold off regression when that is the case. And remember, I was on this microphone a year ago, about this time, saying, okay, the Packers are this regression candidate. And these close games. And here's why they'll be better X, Y, Z. Here's why they might actually be just as good as that 13-3 and record in 2020. Because. And we looked at some of the progress that they can make from an offensive standpoint with their scheme. From a defensive standpoint, strides they did not make. But I do think they can make this year. I don't know if the offense can be better. I don't think they can, frankly. I think last year is the high water mark for what you're going to see in this offense. But they can be better than they were in 2019 and 2021. Defensively, this team can be better. Now, what can we expect from Joe Barry? It's hard to really know. And we don't even really know what they're what they're going to look like. We know there's going to be some of that pre-snap disguise. There's going to be some of that rip list stuff that Nick Saban loves to do. Spin those safeties down. Uh, show one look, have it be another look, and try and create some confusion pre-snap, but play a pretty safe, basic defense behind it. Just try and create a little bit of confusion. 
And I think that can work, and I think that can help Green Bay. Yeah, the red zone offense probably is going to regress. But how much? And as Bill Barnwell points out, overall efficiency offensively in the NFL is going up. Quarterbacks, offenses, they are finding more and more efficiencies, and they're doing it without the elite talent at quarterback. So even if... Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback. No, they're probably not going to be the best offense in the league with Jordan Love. Probably not. Could they be? Sure. Probably not. But this offense raises the baseline of what they can be. Raises the baseline. Because we've seen guys that just frankly are not elite talents. And and Baker Mayfield was the number one overall pick. He's not an elite talent. Kirk Cousins, they've won a lot of games in Minnesota with him. He's not only talent. Jimmy Garoppolo, not an elite talent. Nick Mullins, CJ Beathard in in San Francisco. They they have they have been good enough because this offense makes it easier to be that. But they're not great players. And so this offense raises the baseline of what you can or need to be as a quarterback because of what is built into it. And even if Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback in 2021, and for the record, again, I need to state, I think he will be. uh, But even if he's not, this offense gives you a baseline plus all the players that I mentioned. You've got that offensive line. You've got Aaron Jones. You've got Devontae Adams. You've got Big Bob Tunyon. And, and then some of these developmental players who can continue to be a part of what you're building. Marquez Aldis-Scantling, Al Lazard, Josiah DeGuara, Jay Sternberger, A.J. Dillon, um, and, and then even whatever you can get developmentally from Equinemius St. Brown, from, from the rookie Amari Rogers and his role in this offense. A lot of different factors can contribute here. And this offense can continue its trajectory, even if it's probably not going to be better than it was last year. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting news, including Major League Baseball, the NBA. Finals are almost done. Bucks in six. Let's go. UFC, MMA, and golf. We just had the British Open, Colin Morikawa won it, but we still have golf action that we can bet on. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams in baseball prep to make that playoff run. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get a 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And while you're at it, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes of the Locked On Today podcast. I am your host for that as we get you updated on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts around the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. All right, we're going to be back tomorrow, five days a week. We are back. It is time to go training camp is just a little over a week away. So let's dig into it. Let's get ready for the nitty gritty of football to start 
I cannot wait. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers.